baffled. You thought you were getting a podcast, but nay, I say, nay. You wander only into the greatest amateur theater. Pausing for a dramatic effect. On the Twitches. The Coast to Coast Expanded Theater Company. <laughs> the finest actors. The greatest sets. Hark! Aneth. Verily, yon Chris the wind off break. <laughs> Hello. And Gav. Neth just talking during my countdown for a dead space we're supposed to have in the in the audio recording for the podcast. And fairness, I think you broke her. <laughs> I'm like, you're lucky I managed to only get out on just oh god, I'm dying. Oh fuck. Oh hello. Also, I think the pause for dramatic effect loses dramatic effect when you announce that it's a pause pausing. for dramatic effect. <laughs> you act like that wasn't the point. <laughs> You act like that was not entirely the as point. A, as a point, Crash appreciates Neth trying not to, bla- to break. It was glorious to watch, apparently. Uh, <laughs> hello, folks. Welcome to Coast to Coast Expanded Universe, episode 154. Uh, you have got the lovely Neth. Hey, I'm not broken the, anymore. <laughs> the lovely Christopher. I'm lovely. Yes. You are and, lovely. <laughs> and a Gav. Hi, folks. Uh, I'm hoping everybody has been having themselves a fantastic, fantastic couple of weeks here. Um, let's go ahead and talk about those couple of weeks real quick. Um, Chris, what have you been up to, buddy? Um, primarily work. Lots and lots of work. Um, yeah, it's been a still understaffed? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and that's yeah. an understatement from that laugh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. We're getting through it though, and I'm off. And I'm I'm working next week, and then I'm off for two weeks, and I'm excited. Oh, nice. That'll be nice. And I'm, uh, I'm which... going down to. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going down to Kent to get really shit faced and have a uh, go to a wedding, so I'm excited. But as an announcement, Chris will not be here on next week's show uh, because I'll be in Kent getting shit faced. Two weeks. He'll be in Kent getting shit faced on the next show. So, yeah, we will be recording and... the next show. And congratulations to the groom. I think we've all talked to him at some point. Uh, I don't think Gav has, but you have. You spoke I have to for Marcus. Sure. Yeah, you spoke yeah. to Marcus. Uh, yes, they're lovely. They're awesome. I've known Marcus 10 years. Uh, I've only ever met him twice, but they're <laughs> awesome. Well, give him, him congratulations from Canada when you go. I will do. Um, yeah, that's going to be real fun. I'm very excited for it. Um, this awesome. will be the third guild wedding I've been to. Oh, that's really cute! Um, first one was in Manchester about 
five years ago. The second one was done in London a couple of years ago. This one's done in Kent. And then there'll be another one in a couple of years because another guildie just announced that they're getting married. So yay. Yay. <laughs> um, so as is tradition, uh, I would oh, like also, to... I, lots of Final Fantasy. I have lots and lots of Final Fantasy. Uh, I am four jobs away from getting everything to 80. Holy shit, like including the gathering stuff? No, no the, the combat jobs, just the combat jobs. I, I, I've, I've got, got all, my all, all my gatherers, all my gatherers are 80. But oh, uh, all, his crafters yeah. are not. His disciples my of the crafters are not. My no, disciples of land are, my disciples of the hand are not. My war, my, my war jobs are all, uh, my war and magic are all going to be 80. I don't, I don't really do a lot of crafting. I do gathering. I don't do a lot of crafting. But I've, I've started getting my crafter up. My culinarist is 70 odd. So I'm working on it. Oh. Um, um, but focusing on the combat jobs. Um, as is tradition, um, Kevin stuck his fingy where he wouldn't stick his dinky. Um, Something, 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 industrial accident. Yeah, people who've listened to the show long enough know that this is something I do every time somebody's gone. They get, I say that they get stuck in an industrial accident. Which, so. which Neth apparently only just discovered today. <laughs> well, and Neth doesn't listen to the show when she's not here. And then doesn't I listen do. to my intros when she is here and then somebody else isn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The last time someone else wasn't here, you didn't say it wasn't an, it wasn't an industrial accident. Probably not. Kevin specifically no. is the one that almost always has an industrial accident. Yeah, see, and, and Kevin wasn't here for a while, but that was because he was taking a break. That was he was on a long break. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Sassy um, with me. I'll get sassy with you. Hey, Neff, tell me what the fuck you've been up to. No, you tell me what you've been up to. No, you. No, you. Mom, Dad, please don't fight. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen, just a little bit. Call of Duty, Warzone, and Cold War. Um, I played a little bit of the new Mercenary thing in Hearthstone. Um, cause if you finish up to a certain point, you get a mount for WoW. So I went and did that in case I ever go back to WoW. Um, played some I Am Fish on my console and a little bit of Back for Blood. Which I got for free cause Game Pass. So. Game Pass, I was gonna say, cause I saw yeah. you playing with, um, uh, Seth and Zill. Yeah, Zil, and, yeah. Uh, I forget who the other person was that was there with them, but yeah. Um, but yeah, pie, oh, maybe? I, think I, think pie. Pie. I think it was pie. I think it was pie. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it, I just happened to be looking at my Xbox Game Pass and was like, oh, hey, um, I have Back for Blood for free. So cool. Hey, that works out. Uh, me, myself, I have gotten Botanist, Fishing and White Mage. They're all on 80. I've got... Sheenist and Dragoon at like 40 something. So I'm working on them right now, in addition to the Moogle event that just went live. Um, that's really about it. I have I've been working long nights, uh, long days, so I haven't had a whole lot of chance to come home at like two in the afternoon and sit around and play a bunch of other games. So 
<laughs> I got my jacket for the Moogle event. I forgot about that. Hey, good job. What's the Mo what Moogle event? The, um, the Tim Storms of Lore, lore irregular. Moogle event. Irregular Tim Storms of Lore. Uh, yes, specific so dungeons. Is there a list somewhere of stuff I can yes, get out of it? I will link it. Actually, I should actually mention that as well today. So I will, link, I will, I will discuss it later, and then uh, there will be a link in the show notes for you, Neth. Thanks, love. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, we didn't play yeah. Pulsar this week. No, we did not. Uh, we I was a zombie. And, a and we chatted. Um, I was a zombie. Chris was not doing good, and yeah, then we you... just talked about. Uh, Mashups. We it, spent it, like it, an hour and a half just linking various mashups and weird songs from YouTube. <laughs> Which honestly was still enjoyable. I, I had, yeah, I, I, I thought it was fun. I and, had fun while I was conscious. Yeah, Chris, and poor yeah. Chris, Chris just sounded like he was going to like at any point just like face first onto the keyboard. So, so that night when I was doing uh, main scenario roulette, I actually fell asleep. And the only reason I woke Ooh. up... <laughs> The only reason I woke up was because certain said something loud enough where it's like, I'm here, I'm here, hello. <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. you sounded so tired that night. Yeah, Chris was not all here and he made like the drunkest suggestion I've ever heard, which was everybody link a song that explains your current mood. <laughs> mm. Was that really? me that suggested it? Yes, yes it was yes! me that suggested it. That's why we started that. Damn, that's I was, how that started. I was tired drunk, damn. Yeah, you were you were out of it a bit there, so yes. That is something I have suggested when drunk. I I, I was tired drunk, damn. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh, uh -huh. What's your current mood? Link a song that expresses that. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh jeez, I was really out of it, damn. Yep, you are not all here. Um, besides that, um, let's jump into feedback real quick. Um, absolutely nothing. I'm double checking Twitter, but I because I'm pretty sure there was nothing, but I'm double checking because I'm doubting my brain now. Uh, nope, nothing. Uh, um, nothing else really. Um, I couldn't log into SoundCloud and. This whole like country thing is Kevin's fetish, but Chris logged in, was able to log in somehow and told me that the five top countries in the last two weeks were the US, the Russian Federation, Canada, Pakistan and Germany. So an oddball collection. Yeah. US by far, though. Yeah, like, it was like, oh, it's, always, yeah. it's always US by far. It's always US by far. Um, so, yeah. Um, not a whole lot to talk about this week. I mean, not everybody had. We did all. I have quite a few. To be fair, arts. I ended up with nothing. I started with nothing. I've got like so much now. It's mostly <laughs> Final Fantasy shit. Though. It's mostly Final Fantasy stuff. Let's be honest. Let's be. Honest. I mean, to be fair, I think all of mine is Warzone related or Call of Duty related. So. Uh, mine was video game related. And then real game related, like sports ball related. So, in fairness, there is one that I'm going to add real quick that you found for me because you're amazing. What I find? Um, and Aaron is worried about. What did I find? What I do? <laughs> I don't know what I did now. That's also fine. My DM. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing I dug up for you. 
Yeah, I, I, actually, yeah, Crash, you should be worried. You, you should. I I fucked up. I, I gave him a DM nightmare. So I gave him a DM's nightmare. So have fun. It's your problem now. I'm not going to lie. I want to hear a death metal cover of Apocalypse Cannon. He does there, allow so much, the... and it's very likely that he's going to allow what oh, yeah, I he's want. He's probably going to allow this, but I've already... I, I've but already there are looked, I've already looked through it, and I'm like, okay, there are some very well-balanced things here, but there's also some really busted shit in here if you do it right. But in fairness, that's the same with D&D in general. There's some really well-balanced stuff, and then there's channel divinity. Which I've had two successful channel divinities. No, divine intervention. Sorry, I was gonna say not channel divinity. That's that's a baseline. Divine intervention. Divine, divine intervention. Which I I am the only one in any of Aaron's current campaigns that has successfully divine intervention. And now our moon is a forest. Moon's haunted. Um. All right. So, <laughs> Chris, you by far have the most stuff. Uh. So if you want to. The forest moon of Endor? Um, no, we made that <laughs> joke when it happened. Um, no, it's the forest moon of Circulus. So, Chris, you by far have the most amount of shit you wanted to talk about, so fucking open your gob. Opening my gob. Let, I want to get the bottom one out of the way first. So, let's talk about it. Here's, uh, here's our Blizzard news for the week. There's here's actually our one other thing I'm going to add in here after we talk about this one. But That's yeah. fair. Actually, I'll talk about this one first real quick. Um, yeah, go, go, go. 20 people have been let go or exited, I believe, is the verbiage that they used. Blizzard. Mm -hmm. After the accusations have been made against them and the investigations, the internal investigations have been going on. So maybe something's happening. We'll see. Shrug. I, I don't have that one particular emoji saved at the moment. So shrug. We'll see. Um, the other bit of Blizzard news is that um, the character formerly known as Jesse McCree in Overwatch has now officially, will now will officially be renamed as of the 26th of October this year. Uh, the character will now be known as Cole Cassidy. Uh, and uh, as far as I know, there will be an in-game event uh, that will tie into this name change. Yes, they've already mentioned that uh, he's been running from his past, but with a new Overwatch, it is a time to to be the person he is or whatever. So the, basically what they're saying is like, oh, hey, uh, like exactly what I said was like, oh, hey, Jesse McCree's been a fake name the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah. His name is actually Cole Cassidy. I see the Matt Mercer fanboys didn't win. No, but I don't blame them because... Clearly, naming it after real people is not a good thing. Like, I don't but, worry about Matt Mercer, but at the same time... But Matt Cassidy would have been a good name, too. Ooh. Ooh, that would have been a real good name. Yes. yes. Okay, no, I kind of agree now. Damn it, they, they fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Crash. Um, okay, um, so um, why don't we go ahead and talk about the uh, well, the, the top story you've got right there. That's that's a quick and easy. That's, that's, to, it's a quick and easy one, but it's a big it, one. It's a quick and easy feel-good story. So Final Fantasy fourteen, Chris. Yeah. Um, so during the media 
event, the press tour for Endwalker. Uh, Nakio Yoshida, the... Uh, Naoki? That's what I said. Uh, did, I, did I say it wrong? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm terrible with names in general. Never mind Japanese names. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names in general. Go ahead. It's fine. I'm just giving you shit, Chris. Uh, the Final Fantasy XIV director revealed that uh, the recent uh, expansion preview that uh, the MMO has surpassed 24 million players and is the most profitable Final Fantasy game ever. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. 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 Yep. Out seven, eight, ten, eleven, and fifteen, which I think were the biggest sellers beside before. Yep. Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen has surpassed them. Um, now this obviously is including all the expansions, all the, all the things. Like the the Final Fantasy fourteen as a whole has surpassed all the other fourteen uh, Final Fantasies. And remember um, and. The very pertinent word he used, which was profitable. Yes, profitable. Very important. Um, but as an also also as a point, the twenty four million players. I'm pretty sure that just means accounts. Doesn't mean yeah. active monthly users. I don't think that counts. I think it counts. Well, so it counts as an MAU, but it's not a like this is not a paying account. Yeah. So that includes everybody who makes a who makes a brand new account to make a joke character or, you know, whatever. Or make anyone who is on the, uh, the trial that goes up to 60 and includes Heaven's Ward, the critically acclaimed Heaven's Ward. Uh, the critically acclaimed mm. expansion Heaven's Ward. Yes. It's a running joke. Like, anyone who mentions the 14, 14 trial, it's, oh, it goes up to 60 and includes the critically acclaimed expansion Heaven's Ward. <laughs> But yes, no, it, it it does that, and uh, yes, so most profitable Final Fantasy of all time, twenty four million user, uh, twenty four million million players. So good on them for fantastic on them turning around a failed game. It's incredible on them for turning around a failed game because one point oh was nothing but a giant failed clusterfuck. So the thing is, though, you will meet people who say version one was perfectly fine. Yes, there there will be there will be there will be plenty of people that will say that. But when even the developers are like this, <laughs> but when even the developers are like this is not good, we fucked up. Maybe these maybe those people are a little wrong. Well, so of course this has engendered a lot of love for Yoshida, who yep. is the turnaround artist who was brought in. To work on this, who who is brought over it. from uh, Dragon Quest, I think originally. Mm-hmm. He's brought over he from was... Dragon Quest uh, for the Dragon Quest franchise to kind of try to salvage this, and he's done a fantastic job. And he is very passionate about the game, <laughs> and very passionate about Square and Final Fantasy and MMOs in mm-hmm. general. So, and the thing is, during a lot, during all the, because he did a shit ton of interviews during the media tour. Um, uh, he did. He did. He did one with Asmongold. He did one with Zeppla. He did one with uh, Larry Zar. He did plenty of different interviews with all different content creators, and you can tell that during all those interviews that he is extremely passionate about, about gaming in general. Mm-hmm. And he's extremely passionate about fourteen. And this is this is also a man who has who has very vocally defended other MMOs. He has defended WoW 
in the face of players being like, oh, wow, it's a piece of shit. Final Fantasy is some better shit. It's just like, hey, it's he, fucking everybody can play what defend, they want. He defended WoW during most of those interviews. People, because uh, people will inevitably bring up the, oh, well, 14 is so much better than WoW, and WoW is yeah. failing and it's dying. He's just like, no, dude, just fucking have fun. Play what you want to play. I remember specifically during uh, one of the, well, during Zeppelin's interviews, she brought up uh, the you think you do, but you don't uh question and asked him how he would respond to that and he doesn't he there was a very very he def, he didn't defend jay, jay allen brack but he didn't blame jay allen brack he, he was like it's a problem with the community and the developers they need to kind of work in tandem and decide what find out what everyone wants rather than just it was a very good answer highly recommend everyone goes and watches zeppelin's interview very very good answer from him because so he is a wild player. <laughs> TLDR, uh, Final Fantasy uh, has done very well for Square. Um, it's their most profitable title in the Final Fantasy line, and good on them. I uh, can't wait Ooh. to see what Yoshida ends up doing with 16. Yeah, I'm really excited for 16. I'm extremely excited for 16. Gonna be fun. Um, so I'll jump into one of mine real quick. Um, so mm -hmm. this is just a real quick blurb one. Um, this is, but this, I, I've, I'm always interested in talking about DRM and things like that, that actually are in general, it is more harmful to the player, to the people that are buying the game than what the developers and the publishers and here is the publisher side of things. The publisher thinks it is. So Square is going to be removing Denuvo, uh, has been removing Denuvo from a lot of its high end, it's 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 higher end, it's higher profile games, uh, including the Tomb Raider series. So that's Shadow and Rise, and also from Near, from the Near stuff. Um, and famously, if you remember back uh, a little bit earlier this year, I think it was um, Life is Strange. I think it was the new one that they released this year. Um, they famously removed the Denuvo four days after the game launched. Well. There's a very, very short time frame on that. So um, there's a lot of rumors kind of going around right now that it might be an issue of them losing their license or just maybe deciding that they don't need it. Because guess what? People are going to fucking pirate games anyways. It doesn't matter. People crack Denuvo all the time. Denuvo is not as secure as they think it is. Um, so I'm very happy to see a high profile developer like um, Square getting on board with that. Uh, we previously had Bethesda getting behind that because I I don't remember if they removed the Denuvo from Doom Eternal or not. I uh, think I they Google. did. I think they did. Uh, but it's, it's good to see these high profile developers um, starting to get behind the thought of Hey, maybe yes. it's not so good. Yeah, they removed Denuvo from Doom Eternal, which they was removed big... it on the they removed it on the twenty first of May, twenty twenty. Yeah. So, um, so it's going to be real interesting to see how that goes, um, and see what other developers get on board with removing DRM. Um, anti cheat, I'm okay with. I don't like the root and kernel access that a lot of anti cheat and DRM stuff has access to i don't like that but in some cases i do kind of understand where they're coming from and things like that um i famously hated warden when it came out which if you played wow back in the day you remember when warden came out that was a big fucking deal 
Um, The game took a bit of a hit when that happened, but Mm -hmm. I understand why the anti-cheat stuff exists. The DRM stuff, not so much. But I'm just happy to see more high-profile developers. And I've said this like six times, I know. I've just kept reiterating myself. I'm happy to see high-profile developers getting on board with doing away with DRM. It's a good thing, though. It's, it's, It's a very good thing. Uh, it's fantastic. Neff. Yes. Your turn. Um, well, it, it's funny that you're talking about anti-cheats because that's one of the things that I was sort of talking about. They um, they sent out this email a couple weeks ago um, from Activision Blizzard saying, you know, like, basically, cheaters beware. Something's coming. And then they announced mm-hmm. what it is. So it's called the Ricochet Anti-Cheat. Um, and it's going to be a kernel-level driver. It's coming first to Warzone, and then it's also going to come to Vanguard afterwards. But it's going to watch what programs you have interacting with Warzone specifically to get rid of all those um, auto-aims and through walls and all the shit that's been going on in Warzone that has made the game... getting rid of controllers? Getting rid of controllers. (laughs) I'm talking about the stuff that like you're not even pointing at the person and it auto aims their head. Okay, yeah, but I'd be, I'd be, yeah. Okay, it's a joke though, but it's a fair point because controllers do kind of run that kind of a system, and on PC, it is a third party peripheral. Yeah, but it's built into the game because I use controller on, I use controller on, like. PC. If this is using for, if if this is looking for third party stuff, I'm worried that there might well, be occasions okay, so, where it picks that up. It won't. It's it's not going to be a problem there uh, because it's not. So it's you, you can't look at it through the lens of a console where there's first party and third party stuff. PC everything is third party. Everything you attach to a PC is third party, like in terms of controllers, mice, keyboards, all that kind of stuff. None of these are like baked into the system, like how a controller, the proprietary software they use for controllers is baked into the systems. Um, Um, But the problem is is that uh, people used to uh, use modded controllers and all kinds of shit in consoles, and they do it on PCs too, but uh, they more accurately nowadays just hack and do stuff. Yeah. that way but it's that's been a cat and mouse thing with pc and console games and developers for years versus the the audience so uh, i'm curious to see how much access they want out of it but we'll see so that's one of the things they said um so they said player privacy is extremely important so it will only operate while you're playing warzone it is not always on it monitors the software and applications that solely interact with Warzone. And when you shut down Warzone, it shuts down. I will trust them when I actually see that the yeah. process doesn't doesn't keep operating at like a root level or a kernel level. Yeah. Um, wasn't that a problem with with um, Valhe- Valorant's anti-cheat? Yeah. Doesn't that stay active? Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, anti-cheat software stays active on a root or kernel level it boots up with your computer um to determine if you're injecting anything into uh, the early stages of your computer being booted up for that kind of particular stuff so um it's i don't like that that is way too invasive but yeah because that's what i think that's what riot uses for valorant yeah so yeah it's we'll we'll see we'll see how this all ends up going um 
Yeah. Oh, I did have one other story. I almost forgot. But yeah, you all keep talking while I go okay. that story. Okay. Math continue. Um, okay. So in other wars and news, the Halloween event's currently live. Mm. Um, it's called The Haunting. You can play I saw it. the trailer for that. It, it's actually pretty fun. The trailer's um, really good. I haven't played the Warzone side yet, so I don't know how much um the Warzone one last year was pissing me off because it was very jump scary. I do not like jump scares. <laughs> I love that stuff when I yeah. watch you do it, though. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Um, so there's a couple limited time bundles with different skins. This year, one of the skins is Scream, because the new Scream movie is going to be coming Ghost out. Ghostface, woo! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of different different cosmetic goodies and stuff that you can get from it. Um, it's fun. It's just something fun to do. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was some news that came out about um, Vanguard that I thought was really interesting. So as my screen decides to not let me scroll. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I'm like too far down on the page. Um, so they wanted to do a World War II game, but not just the same old, same old World War II game. So they came at it from a diversity perspective. And so they have, um, like, but also from a historical perspective. So everybody who's in it is actually historically, maybe not like historically perfect, but historically accurate. So there's a Russian sniper, um, mm -hmm. Lieutenant Polina Petrova, who is based on um, a actual female sniper um who is known as lady death she was russia's most oh. successful female sniper Etching. um there's um characters that oh, are based on, there are based there are characters that are based on um australian troops there are characters that are based on american troops but they're all taken out of realistic people from history and then spun into the game so that the they wanted to do it so that people would be able to see themselves and have diversity in the game as opposed to it's just your standard World War II white guy shooting Nazi, white guy shooting Nazis. Everybody who's in it from a diversity perspective actually has a place in World War II history, which I thought was really fucking cool. <laughs> that, the thing is, that that's not, what the way they've done it here, it's not diversity for diversity's sake. It's actual, like, it's this is what it looked accurate. like. like yes, it's this, this, this is reality. The reality oh. isn't, it, was, it wasn't just the white boys going and shooting stuff. These people existed at the time, and oh. now they're getting to exist in the games that are based on that oh. time, which is fucking awesome. History, history that we history that we know for that is just general history is a bit reductive and mm -hmm. it does tend to gloss over a lot of the highlights of these people who are underrepresented within this with a within the media and b within the actual history because they don't get the representation that they deserve that there there were plenty of uh non-white u.s soldiers in mm -hmm. world war ii but so often you get your saving private ryan's you get your um uh, Battle of the Bulge, you get your midways and all these stuff where it's just all honkies. Oh, all honkies so, all the time. So uh, there's, there's, a link in, there's a link in the show notes to the article that I'm talking about. Um, it's from USA Today, but it quotes um, Laura Bailey, who's actually I was just doing about the, to mention that. Yeah, <laughs> doing the voice for Petrova, and she said, you know, like a lot of times in war stories, we don't get to see this side of things. 
When I started researching for the role and actually looking into women in World War II, I was blown away that there were 800,000 women in the Russian military. Then, then, during World War II, there were 800,000 women in the Russian military. She said, it's a story that we don't get to see. I was really honored to get to expose more people to that aspect. And I agree. Like, I think it's such a cool thing that they're taking, like, the untold stories and rolling it into what we're going to be playing. Because I like that kind of stuff. Adding it to their narrative. Yeah. You know, like, you have, you, you know, you have the diversity of backgrounds and history and ethnicities and, you know, like, all sorts of different stuff that is part is and should be part of the narrative because it was part of the history. Like, it's not, oh, we're going to put it in for the sake of putting it in, which I don't always agree with. Like, if there's no... But there is a point in this case. Like, it's a reality. Uh, I was really excited about that. Bunch of white people talking about this. Yay. (laughs) Um... But no, I mean, it's the, that's the thing is that this isn't like this isn't misrepresenting history or anything like this. This is actually th- there, there are going to be people that are going to be like, ah, oh, well, this isn't this isn't realistic. This isn't accurate. And it's like, no, this is this is the part of the history that we don't get taught all that frequently because a lot of people don't look at it through this aspect, through this lens. They they look at it and they see, oh, John Whiteman from, you know, Kentucky or honky boy from the Midwest goes to war and comes back a hero and starts up a car dealership. No, we that's that's a fraction of the whole story that history, this rich tapestry of history we have that we don't explore at all. And this is fantastic. I love the fact that you get to explore more about the history related to it, because Uh, there is so much history that we don't learn. Crash has ruined the character of Lieutenant Petrova for me forever. Yep, I saw. Petrova is going to be Jester. I cast Sending. Are you pooping? Uh, that's a critical role joke for people. Uh, okay. But yes, so DLDR, I think we're all happy that we get to explore more parts of World War II history that don't get enough airtime. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like absolutely Twitch. darn, I just closed Twitch. Um as as the host, you closed it? No, no, no. We're still streaming. I just closed the tab oh, so I can't see the okay. chat anymore. Okay. <laughs> Hold like, on, oh I'm my God. It. We're still streaming. We're still streaming. We're still live. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, there we go. I'm back. All right. Who's next? Uh, that I, I'm I'm covered. I didn't have much else that I wanted to talk about this week. I was just really excited about the diversity thing. Um, I, I thought it. So um, I'll talk about something real quick. Um, so um, I'm going to leave that top story I've got for last because I right. think that one might actually give us a little bit of conversation. Conversation. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a lot from that one. I think. Um, so I'll go through two things real quick. Um, I'm going to go through my bottom two stories real, real fast. Um, so this is my obligatory sports ball thing, because as everybody sports knows, ball. right up there, right up there, um, the Astros last night uh, clinched the ALCS, the American League Championship Series. So they've taken the American League pennant and they are going to be going to the World Series for the third time in five years. 
is our fifth uh, postseason appearance in five years. So we've been at, in the postseason for the last five years, and we're going to the World Series for the third time in five years this year. So fuck yeah. Um, uh, yay, goal, touch run. Exactly. Um, a lot of people are like dunking on Boston and because they're against the Boston Red Sox and talking shit about them. But, you know, they played good baseball. They played a good game. They played a good series of baseball. They tried hey, their you best. You told me they wouldn't even get there. So I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, because Boston was in a they're in a rebuilding year. So it was very cool to see them get to the series and to get to the championship series. And it was very cool that Astros went up against them. And I think that it's good and i'm super happy for boston i'm sad you know they got knocked out but i'm also happy because the astros won <laughs> but everybody played good baseball and uh yeah um and then the other thing i want to talk about was more video game related stuff so ah destiny just continues to poop in their own cornflakes bungie just keeps fucking up what they do this time so I've told you that Witch Queen will be coming out February 22nd, 2022. So two, 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 two. Yep. Um, so uh, if you've played any Destiny or you've heard me talk about Destiny, typically Destiny, typically when a new expansion comes out, there are dungeons that are associated with it. With it. Uh, they're usually one to three player activities that you can do uh, that typically are associated with uh, an exotic quest or their uh, story heavy, a story or a lore heavy kind of thing uh, related to the expansion. Well, um, part of Destiny's strategy, part of Bungie's strategy over the last couple of years has been the Beyond Light strategy, which is trying to make the game more friendly to new players. Because previously there was so much shit that you would have to do. You would log on and just be like, oh, there's too much to do. I don't know what the fuck. And a lot of new players would get very confused about what they were supposed to be doing, which was a fair criticism. They really had no idea what the fuck they were doing. And I sometimes would log on and have no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, so part of the Beyond Light strategy was they sunset a bunch of old content, which is, they, which is to say they removed a bunch of old content from the game uh, to streamline down the game. Well, I've already mentioned, I believe, on the previous show that they're getting rid of the entire Forsaken expansion except for the Dreaming City. The Dreaming City will be staying. Um, and yeah, so part of the thing also was they made it very simple when you bought the game. You would buy the most current expansion and you would buy the season pass and that's all you had to do. You'd buy the season pass or you'd buy the individual seasons that you wanted to buy, whatever. It was very simple. Okay, so the pricing structure for Destiny 2, Witch Queen. You have the base version of the game. You have the base version of the game plus the season pass. You have the season pass alone. Oh, I've just read this have, and I'm angry. You have the deluxe play. edition of the game, which is 80 bucks, 90 bucks, I think. Uh, $79.99. $79.99. Then you have the deluxe edition plus the season pass. Then you have the deluxe edition plus the 30th anniversary edition, plus the season pass. And so the thing is, is that if I'm you buy the kind of how many options there were there, there's a lot. Um, if you buy the standard edition of Witch Queen, you do not get access to the two dungeons that will be coming with Witch Queen as part of Witch Queen. 
you have to buy the $80 Deluxe Edition to get access to the dungeons. Now, these are not strikes. These are not match-made activities. These are small, organized party activities. But they're locked Wait, behind a paywall of having to get them through the Deluxe Edition. Wow. Yeah, I don't even not play and I'm cool. mad about this. Yeah, like, so not there's, fucking cool. They're really kind of shooting themselves in the foot, especially when they're releasing the 30th Anniversary Edition, which comes with two activities. A, I think it's two dungeons and a couple of activities. They're also unsunsetting a strike and unsunsetting a PvP map, I think it is. Um, so you're having to pay $100 to get access to all of the content that will be coming out through the end of the year. It wouldn't be quite so bad, except for the fact that Witch Queen ended up getting delayed and there was a seasonal delay that happened during the year, which meant that this current season that's happening right now is going to actually stretch all the way to February. It's actually been going on for a month and a half at this point. It's going to go all the way to February. This is the longest season in Destiny history. Normally a season's three months. This one's like six. Oh, yeah. No. Um, it's been a bit of a. It's it's somebody made a fucksy wuxy. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. The, I, I read the community manager post though, and it's like they don't under. It doesn't feel like they understand how much of a fuck up this is. They don't. They really don't. They're they're trying. So part of the problem that Bungie has had is that they've been kind of viewed as a little money grubbing because they keep taking people's content and they keep putting new content out. <clears throat> thing is, it's like I made this argument last week when I, I think yes. it was last week when I was talking about Forsaken being sunset was that I fucking paid for the game. I yep. paid in full for the game. Yep. I understand I only rent the game and it's live service, but I paid for the content. I'm very frustrated that there is I cannot play this game as it was originally launched. I can't go and take my original Steam key <clears throat> for Destiny and install the game as it was. Or I can't go find a copy of the CD and install the game as it was. I can only play the game as they have let it, uh, 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 what they have brought the game to currently. I cannot it's ever go back and play Red War. I cannot go back and play any of the old content. I can't go back to Titan. I can't go right. back to IO. But now this okay, okay, okay. This is this is where I'm actually really surprised I'm gonna do this. Um but isn't that what isn't that what Blizzard did with Cataclysm? Yes. And I was very frustrated with that. I was very incredibly pissed off about it. And then they released Classic and I was happy again. I do still think Cataclysm was a needed expansion. It had to happen, whether people like it or not. It 100% did. But <clears throat> again, I remember Destiny is nowhere near on complexity level for that comparative to WoW. Like, that was thousands of subzones and, and dozens of full size zones and thousands upon thousands of quests that were all just a cluttered mess. That had to get cleaned up. It was a that had to get cleaned up. Yeah, like Destiny. Oh, I go and I shoot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's about right. I go, I go, I shoot. Sometimes pew, I pew. hit F to super, <laughs> and that's no, it. Sometimes it's, it's not it's not a super complicated game in that regard. 
Like, I understood what they were doing. It's like, I wasn't happy about it. Like, they, they were taking away... They, I wasn't happy how they did it. Taking away the content is bad. I understand the game is getting large. I get that. I understand. But isn't the only reason that the game is code. getting large because of the spaghetti code? Like, we've, ha- we've got games out there that are like a quarter of the size, but have been out longer. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars, The Old Republic, any mm-hmm. Rift, any MMO that's been out longer than this game is half the size, if not smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, With a lot more content. So, and a lot of, and one of the arguments that people made when they did this was that, well, why didn't you just take the rewards away from the content and leave the content? Like, why? Why did you get rid of this content we love to do and not just take away the rewards from the content so that if I really wanted to, I could go back and do the Leviathan raid right now or I could go back and do, um, uh, what was it? Something else. I can't remember what else was the on The thing is, if, it, if, if the major issue for these guns and all that were that they were going to be power spikes and all that, and they're, they're, they'd be hard to make better weapons, wouldn't it just be easier to leave them as glamour items? <laughs> Destiny's just now done glamour, Christopher. It didn't really have a transmog system. It was weird before this point. Um, and then they still fucked it up when they uh, when they did armor synthesis. So they still fucked it up regardless. So, oh, there's oh. a whole series. I talked about this at one point. There's a whole series about how they fucked up armor synthesis. Oh, um, oh, okay. yeah, it was not good. It was not good. Um, TLDR: You could only get ten of the armor synthesis items that converted armors into uh, into a glamour item, so to speak, a transmog item per season. What? Uh, yeah, per season, per class. So you could get. So if I had, I'm a warlock mate. I have lots and lots of uh, cosmetic stuff that I would love to convert into ornaments, which is what they call glamours as ornaments. I would love to convert them into ornaments. I could only do ten pieces a year if I didn't pay I, for it. I have. Wow. I have nine. I have eight hundred. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Real money. Okay. I was gonna say I had nine hundred glamour prisms on my character yesterday. I sold most of them, but I had nine hundred glamour prisms on my character. It, oh fuck! Um. Well, the problem is that Destiny Bungie even admitted that sunsetting the weapons was a bad idea. Sunsetting weapons was a terrible idea because that just means that they're not being creative they were very they weren't introducing new perks they weren't doing anything really really groundbreaking with the game they were just releasing weapons with the same perk pools and like i get it there's a power creep associated with it yes like target specific weapons out target things down sunset things that are problematic but don't don't just just sunset everything. everything don't just blanket sunset everything I have bitched about this before. My favorite weapon in the game is still Sunset, and they have started unsunsetting other stuff. And I'm very frustrated that my weapon is that my favorite weapon is still Sunset. What are the chances of you getting that weapon back, though? Almost none at this point. It was a kind of forgotten weapon from the beginning of Forsaken. It actually is from the Forsaken expansion. Ah, yeah, it's not coming back. Almost positive it's not coming back anytime soon. But yeah, so um, 
Bungie, I I actually can't wait to continue talking about this story as it as it develops. But yeah, so far they kind of fucking shit the bed here. So okay, damn. Yep. Uh, Chris, go ahead. Let's talk about a company that seems to be doing things right. <laughs> Sorry, Gav. Um, <laughs> there are both exist. Yes, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, the fourteen team has announced that there will be another live letter uh, talking about the changes to crafters, gatherers, system-related updates, and the new PvP updates coming in Endwalker. Uh, this event will take place on Saturday, the sixth of November. At, uh, at I've only got it set up for GMT. Sorry, guys. At two a.m. GMT, so it will go live on the Friday evening, Saturday morning for GMT. Uh, and you can watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on Twitch, you can watch it on uh, Nico Nico? Nico Nico? I don't know what that is. Nico Nico, yeah. <laughs> um, and this will have all sorts of new information about the crafting system, gathering system, PvP system, as well as some small system-related updates. There will be an... Uh, there will, this will also include a live interpretation from Japanese to English, just like all their other live letters. I think this is live letters... Like, 70? I want to see 7A. No, 68, 67, 67. It's either a 6-7. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be going live. I'm very excited. The last one I passed out on because it was a seven-hour live letter. <laughs> I made it five hours and passed out for the last two. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed you made it five hours. Yeah. Um, so this will be fun. This will be exciting. See all the new job changes because uh, the uh, gathering crafting changes because near the end of Shadowbringers like a couple of patches ago they redesigned gatherers a little bit so hopefully they're going to expand on uh, on those changes and continue down that kind of route because it seems to be working a little bit better fuck spearfishing <laughs> Gav doesn't like spearfishing that sounds painful um I've also put into our show notes a list, a a playlist for from Larry Zar, who is a FFXIV content creator, uh, going through all wait, the job changes. Wait, wait, okay, wait, okay, go. Wait, wait. Did you literally just say FFX? I did. FFXIV. Yep, did, I did. He, did he not did. shit on me for saying that two weeks ago? No, that was Gav that shit on you for saying that two weeks ago. It wasn't I me. Shit I didn't shit. Both of you. I shit on both of you at this point. I have healthy bowel movements, okay? Thanks for sharing? You're welcome. Gross. I'm going to shit on both of you. He is a... Fine. He is a 14 content creator. Thank you. Okay. Crazy person. It's um, a Roman numeral, not a goddamn letter. He is a 14 content creator and uh, he was part of the media tour. He has got a very extensive uh, a video list of a playlist of all the job changes with video for every, every job. Um, and he goes into good information on especially the summoner changes because he is a summoner main. Uh, so highly recommend looking at those videos. He also had on the playlist there's also his interview with um, Yoshi P. So yes, highly recommend watching those. Uh, I found the uh, I f- God damn! I hate you too. I hate you too. I hate you too so no, much. No, I no no. Sorry, Chris. You do you ever get one of those shivers that goes straight yes, down I your spine? Yes, I saw it. I saw it, and I saw <laughs> Gav. Like, I saw Gav mouthing at you. Was that what? It was? Oh, good lord! Okay, sorry. You all right there? You, you're done. Are you are you done? Sorry. 
Okay, just make it sure. Someday walking on our grave. I literally had no control over that. It just happened. No, we know, we know that that's how that's uh, how that's how they work. Oh my god, that was I like was a, that was a bad was one too. Hell of a time with this with this episode. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, the, the um, what was I saying? Yes, he's a summoner main, so he's very in depth in the summoner video. Uh, other classes not as in depth, but still a lot of information, especially what's changing, what's what's remaining. Um, the summoner stuff looks really, really interesting. There's been a, there's been a lot of complaints in the summoner community. Oh, it looks too simple. It looks too simple. He pretty much flat out shows you're pressing more buttons, doing more things. Shut up! Stop complaining. That's essentially it. There's more buttons to press. There's more things you're doing. You're actually not just ruined three spamming. Stop complaining. Um, I can't hear you over glare, 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 glare. Yeah, no, you're going to be glare. I think it's glare threeing now. It's glare three or glare four. It went up to glare three, if I remember correctly. You skipped glare two and just like straight up to three. Well, the same with Dia. They also skipped Dia two. They just went straight to Dia three as well. I think they did the same thing with Holy also. I think Holy like Holy went to three. Holy, oh yeah, it went to Holy four as a big, big yeah. Um, but all the but a lot of information on the class changes and they look the job changes. Sorry, and they look really cool. I'm very excited. Um, the Moogle Treasure Trove event is currently live. Neth, this is the one that you were asking about. Yeah, I, I so, saw the link. I was looking at it. Thank you. No problem. So essentially how this works is you complete specific objectives uh, within specific dungeons that they have set for this event. Uh, you collect the regular tombstones and you exchange those tombstones at one of the Moogles for mounts oh. and glamour items. Tome. Your face. Tome. So these these dungeons that will drop these uh, this currency will be showing specifically on your duty uh, finder with a little Moogle icon next to them. So any of those dungeons you will be able to do, you can do the 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 biggest one that seems to drop the most is the uh, Praetorium, which is one of the main scenario uh, dungeons. They drop ten, so there's you get a lot from those. Other other uh, methods are the PvP PvP options, uh, the standard front lines, as well as Hidden Gorge. The, there's a lot of stuff that you can get from this. The jacket is really cool. You can get a lot of the drop mounts, as well as some of the Beast Tribe mounts. Is it only like can you? So like, say you do the one that gives ten. Can you only do that once a day? Or no, can you, you can like, spam it. You can spam the shit out of this stuff. Um, unfortunately, the, Praetorium is also an hour and something long. No, no. Um, so a, a Praetorium is an hour and something long if you do it yourself and just queue. If you queue as a full eight man party finder, you can get straight into that and skip every cutscene. Oh really? Yep. Cool. <clears throat> These also do not drop as undersized party options, so you have to actually do it with other people. You have to have a full party, and you can't desync, if I remember correctly. Correct. Yeah, so you have to be synced, and you have to be a full party. Yeah, so full eight-man plus uh, sync, so. But they're... I, they're... It's the easiest content in the fucking game, let's be honest it here. It is, it is. There's, um, there's uh, the jacket, the Infernal Jacket, which is 100 Tombstones. Um, you've got the uh, 
one of the wolf mounts and another mount that is 50 and then you've got a crap ton of mounts there's that like are for nine fucking mounts. 30 yeah there's a lot of mounts in this there's a lot a lot of mounts uh, and also, oh, as... you can get the fat cat sofa. Uh, yes, you can. There's a lot um, so, of pets uh, as well. As a also as a reminder to folks, um, if you are interested in making a shitload of gill, such as I am, in preparation for six one when Ishgard opens up, when Firmament opens up as a housing market, um, the maps are guaranteed portal maps. Oh, these ones are guaranteed portal maps. They're guaranteed portal maps. Damn. Okay, I need to grab some Which of those. Which means what? Um, uh, so when you when you do the treasure hunting and you open a map and you successfully get to the end and get your treasure chest and defeat the enemies, there is a normally there is like a fifty percent ish chance that a portal will spawn, sort of like the treasure goblins in uh, Wow, in uh, Diablo. Okay. So when you kill a treasure goblin, there's a chance the portal to the vault will open. Yeah. And it's an instance. It's a little instance dungeon that you do. It's the exact same thing with the treasure maps in Final Fantasy XIV. When you open a treasure chest, there is a 50% chance, norm 50-ish percent chance that a portal will open up to a little instance dungeon that you can do. Um, and it, I think the best ones give several hundred thousand gil at a time. Wow. And there's a bunch of cosmetics and mounts and minions and shit associated with them. Seth in the mm. chat channel is actually because uh, it's a very good point. And I forgot to mention. I should have. Seth is suggesting everyone gets the di- get make sure you get the dire wolf whistle because it avoids you having to grind out a beast tribe that is crafting based. So that one's that's a oh. reputation mount for crafters that um, you can avoid having to do if you're not a crafter like myself. Um, so yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, and that will be going until uh, until um, Edwalker's early access. So I will all, all the way up until the 16th of November, yep. all the way up so to end, uh, early access. Yes, there's about a month worth of doing this. You can easily hit it if you do enough stuff. Like if you do enough Praetorium runs, you can easily cap out and do everything. My buddy Sartan, who has done nothing but Praetorium runs, has the Infernal Jacket, has both the 50 mounts, and has a couple of the 30 mounts already. Wow. He, yeah, my, he, he works from home. It, yeah, he's not he works doing from it home. As a party, he's doing this as MSQ roulette, isn't he? Yeah. Or doing it yes, as he's a, doing, MSQ. He's, he's doing it as specific Q MSQ. Um, and he works from home, so he's got, he's got it up on the second monitor, you know, working. Oh, there's combat, fight, tab out for the cutscenes, back to work, and then tab out and fight for the fighting. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. Uh, he's he, he's doing it the harder way, but it's also the easier way too because there's just a lot of AFKing that you end up yeah, doing in there. For, for someone who for someone who's working from home and can do that, that is the best way to do it. To be honest, because you yeah. don't have to put a lot of thought into it. You can you can do your work, and then the second there's some combat, combat for thirty seconds, back into work. Yeah, and Seth is also bringing up a very good point in chat. He mentions that don't stress too much about finding the stuff, getting the stuff, because. Almost all of it, I believe, except for the jacket and I think the maps and a couple of other small things are currently available in the game. Yeah, so um, all the mounts and stuff except are all available in the game. Some of them at very low drop rates, but some of still them there. a lot of grinding. So are the maps? Is the maps a solo thing, or is the maps like you do it as a like? You do them as a group. You do them as a party. You, you do, do a map. As, you do a map finding party. You do it as three people if you're 
confident in yourself, but four is kind of a good number. But you can do it without. You can do it. You can do it up to a full party. Yeah. You do it up to a full party. So, cool. um, light party is three to four people because you have to remember it's the same sort of thing as like a dungeon. So it's not everybody gets the loot. It's you're all rolling against each other for the loot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, fun. And whoever's that's map is usually the one that sets up the loot rules. So everyone rolls or everyone rotates a roll. Something like that. Um, but yeah, so that's something that I'm definitely going to be looking into picking up a bunch of those because I need to grind out a shitload of gill because I'm going to need a couple mil to buy a house in Yeah, Ishgard. yeah, yeah. Couple mil minimum. Same. Um, last for me, uh, this is something that Gav found for me because I'm both a Final Fantasy nerd and a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Um <clears throat> Uh, someone, a group of people has created a amazing Final Fantasy XIV D&D compendium that's, that's set up for 5e. It has multiple, it has most of the race, all the races actually. All the races. Uh, including Garlean. Um, and it's got all the classes except Sage and Reaper who are not there yet. But based on the changes, that, the change log that we're seeing, they will come eventually specific spells and it's it's a full-on D 5e compendium with all of it and each of the races has, has their sub races as their yep. sub races present as you would find them in the game so you have midlanders and highlander cures you have uh seeker of the sun and seeker of the and whatever of the moon for uh me quote cat boys <laughs> so let's be honest cat boys <laughs> yep uh, bring me Mala, joy uh, all of the Lalafells, the Hrothgar, the Viera. That's um, just a point. Lalafells also have dwarfs. It's not just yes, the two. Also, that you... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess everybody's fine. Um, kind of a kind of a bit of a spoiler there, Chris. Well, not for not for anybody in here. I haven't played in two years, and it's not a spoiler. Yeah, I, but there are yeah, but there are a lot of new players. That's my bad. Yeah, apologies for that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's honestly, as, as somebody who's been a DM for most of my life, and doesn't get to do a lot of playing like, yeah, it's, it's a very well put together, uh, book. It's, it's, oh, it's God. up there with some of my most favored, uh, not most favored, but like, it's very much up there with how I would implement some of these things myself. My DM uh, has just said all of the helper NPCs will now be Lalafells. I, I, I was waiting it. for you to notice that. I knew the second you had what you facepalmed. I was like, I'm literally not saying it just so I could watch your reaction when you finally noticed. <laughs> A lot. Good job, Chris. Fine, if, if he allows me to be a cat boy, I'm okay with this. <sighs> <laughs> Consequences. Um, but yeah, so I, I was very pleased with it. Chris said he'd never been able to find anything and he'd been looking so hard. And I literally plugged in Final Fantasy 14 D and D into Google. And that was so the first point. fucking result. I was look I was looking for this about a year, year and a half ago. This is relatively new. Don't even give me your shit. That's not my fault. You didn't fucking keep looking. Uh... Um, speaking of D and D. Hi. D and D beyond Chris. Hi. Hi. Is there a way to gift books? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Okay. It's just on the marketplace. Okay. The spawn has asked for for his birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm 
a firm believer in physical books myself, but well, he okay. So he's he has physical books. Um, he's asking uh, his dad for physical books, but he also wants the digital ones. So he can he run. Yes. Also wants so I'm, the, yeah. So I'm on the D and D Beyond Marketplace right now. If you add it, if you add an item to your cart, you at the bottom there's select one purchase for myself, purchase as a gift. And then the gift should just give you a code that you that gets emailed out to whatever email that you wanted to go to. Okay. A digital code that they can redeem on the Beyond Marketplace. Um, okay, what do we have left to talk about in here? Just very quickly, my DM is saying there there were going to be consequences, I, and I, that's fine. I am okay with these consequences, just as long as I can be a catboy. You have to let him be a catboy. Catboys bring joy. True. La la. They, they bring joy. La la ho. La But catboys bring joy. Uh, Chris, did you have anything else in this list? Um, it doesn't look like. It. No, I've I've worked through my list. I'm happy. Thank you. Anything I'm else good. in this list? <clears throat> right, last good. thing, Cavs big one. Last thing. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, the Sony has officially announced that God of War 2018, so the reboot to the God of War series, is coming to PC soon. In fact. Yes, very soon. Soon everybody will get to listen to Christopher Judge calling Atreyu boy. Atreus. Atreus? Atreus. Atreus, yes. We'll be able to call Atreus boy. Uh, and it will be glorious. I can't wait for all the mods because the mods are going to be dumb. I assume we're probably going to get a Macho Man Randy Savage Kratos. One of those mods is going to be the one that, that, that gets rid of the boy. There is going to be one, let's be honest. And so that's great news for PC players. If you're really uh, interested in seeing how this goes, predictably PlayStation fanboys have shit themselves in rage. Um, Absolutely shitting themselves in rage over this. Read what Seth just said in in, in the chat. Uh, well, um, and Seth is also bringing us some breaking rumor mongering news is that uh, supposedly Ghost of Tsushima will soon be released on PC as well. I mean, this oh. kind of goes hand in hand with the thing that I was talking about on the last podcast where he said that he wanted to see their exclusive stuff reach out and be able to be played by more than just the market that it's reaching with their consoles. So. This is like, I don't understand because the game came out for PlayStation exclusive four years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's not like PlayStation users hasn't had four years of exclusive content here. Yeah. And now it's going to a bigger market four years later. Mm -hmm. What's the um, problem? I a thousand percent agree with everything just Seth just said. Less exclusives play everything on anything. I agree, 100%. But you have to remember that a lot of people tie up their personality and a lot of people tie up their, their worth as a gamer in the console they support. Um, it's like, it's like toxic sports fans. Like there are Astros fans right now that are losing their goddamn minds and they're shitting all over everybody else because ah, we fucking beat Boston. Fuck you guys. Fuck the haters. And there are Boston fans who are like, ah, are cheaters, blah, blah, blah. And there's people all over the fucking league that are like, blah, blah, blah. Fuck those guys. I don't deserve shit. But it's just a game. 
Have fun. <gasps> Enjoy it. How dare you? But you're right. It is just a game. How dare you tell people to just have fun and enjoy stuff? Yeah. The thing is, there's a, a gamer, like console gamers <laughs> and PC, because there's a lot of people that are like, there's a lot of the PC gamers are just as bad. Console gamers, it tends to be a little bit more stark with console because it is so often just one or two options with maybe a third outlier in Nintendo somewhere floating around. Whereas um, PC is like whatever you want. When Nintendo still sells better than both of them. Um, yeah. But you have you have this very violent and vehement fight of are you Xbox or are you are you PlayStation? Which one's better? And Windows seems to be very much trying Windows and Xbox, the Xbox team seem to be very, very much going like, whoa, let's back up a little bit from this. Let's go ahead and release all of our console exclusives on PC at the same time. So, the yeah. market. As a point, as a point, I have a PlayStation 5, I have a Nintendo Switch, and I have a PC. What is the point in me getting an Xbox when I can play all the Xbox games on PC? There's not. There's there not. But the, there isn't. Get, get an Xbox Game Pass and you're, you're set. That's, that's, what they're, that's what they're trying to do. Because remember, consoles are loss leaders. They don't make a cent on these consoles almost ever. So the fact of the matter is they're looking at it from a software perspective. It's the same thing Microsoft did back in the 80s and 90s. They're looking at it from the software perspective. That's where they make their money. You make your money on software sales. You don't make your money on hardware sales almost ever. So that's the thing. That's what, that's what Microsoft is looking at right now. They're like, console development's expensive and hardware doesn't make us a lot of money. But guess what makes money? Selling a video game for fucking 60 bucks. That still Especially makes when some there's money. there's no actual hardware for it. No desk. It's yeah. just download. Yeah. And... Game Pass is still a fantastic, it's still a good service. It's a subscription. People forget about subscriptions all the fucking time. Yeah, I, I, I had an extra month of Game money. Pass last month. It's, it's extra money for them. They don't give a shit. Like, it's, it's a pittance in comparison to spin, up the ser- to spin up the digital servers, the virtual mm-hmm. servers, to mm-hmm. host this content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would be surprised if they are not making money hand over fist with Game Pass right now. Best. I would be very surprised if they're not making money hand over fist with it. It's a good financial concept. It's a it's a very good financial concept to try to just push this service and now, make you intent on that service. Now here's a question: Then, when Microsoft Game Pass started allowing Xbox exclusives on PC, what was the reaction from the Xbox community for that one? Uh, they didn't really give a shit. Yeah, oh, okay. The violent fans gave a shit, but at the same time, they also understood that Xbox is Microsoft. tied intrinsically to Microsoft. It's so PC. there was there was less there was less violence associated with it than there is with this. With Sony slowly dribbling out new exclusive releases onto PC. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima and um, what was it? Dying Light, whatever. I don't remember what it was. There was a game that they released not too long ago that went to PC almost immediately. It was an, it was a it was a PlayStation exclusive. I think it was the motorcycle one. Seth or somebody will know what I'm talking about. Um, I have Crash Bandicoot four on PC. Yeah, that was do. that was always a PlayStation thing. Oh well, they, yeah. that as a con- that is that that is that a- as a concept was always PlayStation. Yes. But now, but it, when when the reboots and the remaster came up, 
they, Crash, they put it on everything. Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot was put out by Activision, though. Before no, but but that's but that's what I'm saying. No, like the original, it was, originally, it was Naughty Dog originally. The original right. Crash Bandicoots was Naughty right. Dog. One through three were Naughty Dog. But four was Activision. Four was Activision, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. The original concept for Crash was PlayStation console, exclusive. It was, it was a it was a PlayStation exclusive kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I need to watch you play more Ratchet and Clank. Yes, you do. Um. So, TLDR. Fucking goddamn. PlayStation fans are shitting themselves in rage, and it is so fun to watch. It's kind of fun to watch. It's yeah. funny to watch. Yeah, as it's a PlayStation fanboy, because I love PlayStation. I I've always had a PlayStation, but I'm not crazy about exclusives. I think exclusives are stupid. I mean, for God's sakes, my PS2 still attached to my TV, <laughs> and gets used. I have <laughs> never not PS2 and a PlayStation over there on that pile somewhere. I have never not had a current gen PlayStation. There's also an N64 somewhere up there, and a GBA, an original GBA is up there. In fact, the PS5 was the longest period I've not had the current generation of PlayStation because it took so fucking long to get one. Yep. Yep. Um, but everybody in this, I think everybody here and everybody listening to this is probably in agreement that, you know, being on more consoles and more availability is a good thing for a game. Yeah. Um. Because the, what was it, the PlayStation president, uh, US PlayStation uh, president yeah. we were talking about last time was mentioning it. It's like, hey, I'd love to get this onto more eyeballs because we are making art. We're making yeah. art and I want people to be able to experience it regardless of where their console allegiance lies. Like, that's a good, that's a good concept. It's a good thought. Like, just fucking be able to play the games. I, I think too... We all agree on like the more the better because none of us really tie our we're not like diehard one over the other. Like we all have we've all either had multiple consoles or don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I, I, I just like for me, I'm like just I, I just want to fucking play what I want to play. Like my switch is <laughs> just right let me fucking play the game. I don't care. PlayStation controller right here, ready to play whenever. My switch is right next to my PC because I, I was mean, playing Monster Hunter Rise again. This I is my this is my PC one, but my other one is over there, and you know, there's like I have, an Xbox, me. I have an Xbox <laughs> controller purely to use on my PC. I mean, okay, so let's see if I can do this. So I have a Wii controller charger, um, current Xbox, Wii, old Xbox. TLDR, uh, we all Y'all, let's 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 PlayStation quit. Two. Let's stop waggling <laughs> our dicks around on this. Let's stop waggling our dicks. All right, we we all believe very strongly in games should be available to the people who want to play them, regardless of the console they're on. Great. Uh, are we in agreement there? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And also that I should be I should be allowed to play games on Switch. Also, what yeah. do you think? What do you think of my Switch skin? Um, I. It, it's blue. It's Scottish blue. as fuck. Yes, it is, Gavril. Yes, it uh, is. I know. I know. You're cute, sweetie. <laughs> it's Scottish as fuck. Okay. I want to play. With, I want to play with the Switch, but the teen won't let me. You tell that boy. Um, no, I'm not going to go down that. I'm not going to go down this road. He spent his own money on it. I have no uh, control uh, over the you Switch. You have no control over that one. That's his. So, yep. so then why don't you tell him that to get on his own goddamn computer rather than being on yours? Neff. 
You could also you could also um you could also um pull the uh I gave birth to you so whatever you have is mine until until you're twenty odd. No. Why would I do that? <laughs> that's that's something that mothers do quite regularly. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Does anybody yeah. else have anything else they wanted to talk about? As a point, my DM also knows me very well because the switch is not only um, Scotland, but it's very Power Rangers blue. I went with that specific See, blue. I, I wasn't getting Scotland out of it because it doesn't have the. Well, like, it, doesn't matter, it doesn't have the cross. It doesn't it, matter that it doesn't have the cross. It's the colors. But no, it's Power Rangers blue as well because yeah. the Blue Ranger is usually my favorite, with the exception of the Turbo Team. They were he sucked. He was he was he was eleven. It was weird. Sorry. I'm done with your shit. <laughs> You're always done with my shit whenever I mention Power Rangers. Let me have fun. Nope. Bullshit, sir. I let you fucking rant about Power Rangers all the goddamn time. Carrie would appreciate me enjoying in the conversation. Yeah, Why Carrie's... don't you just go and fucking do a podcast with Carrie then, you piece of shit? Carrie's not here to back you on that, though, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I know. I need to ping him and tell him to shout at Gav for picking on me. Okay. Fucking bring it. I ain't scared of Carrie. He's a delightful, lovely man. He is. He is. He is one of the best men. Harry and I can sit here and have a nice, happy conversation because you're sitting here trying to shit stir the pot. <laughs> oh my god! I think I don't think we've got anything else here, y'all. Co-hosts are idiots. Yes, we are, but you appreciate us, and I love them. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Um, Gavin and I are two similar as human beings. Yep. Um, how are we feeling? Do we want to talk about any other stuff? I want to go play video games. I'm I'm spent. You're done. You're done with. Uh, done. You're done with talking. Okay. I'm done with talking. Okay, I'm talked that's... out. My introvert needs to recharge now. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Introversion. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Uh, we were going to talk about mean. Mass Effect, but we can do that next time. Okay, we can do it another time. Oh, no, we should have that conversation because we haven't yet. And I've been wanting to do it for a while, but you yeah. took so fucking long completing I the know, game. I I'm done now! I'm done now! I'm done! Y'all go ahead. Okay, what did you want to talk about? I wanted because Gav, Gav, Gav and LB experienced me playing through all of it. They right. were there the whole time. I need I need Gav to engage here, but he's he's backing up now. <laughs> See, and I, I, I wouldn't stream it because you guys kept making me feel really self-conscious as I was playing. So I was like, no, fuck it. I'm not streaming for you guys because it was it felt very judgy while I was playing. So I was like, no. I mean, it's probably the best choice mm -hmm. you could have made because I would have sit there going, oh, you sure you really want to do that? You're right, really okay. You sure you want to do that? I, no, I, I understand ooh, that. Ooh, I, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, that's a choice to so, make. When I was streaming it, Gav was very, very special. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't completed the Mass Effect series, uh, spoiler alert! Skip this. Spoiler alert! We'll skip the end now. of the show. We'll say goodbye now. We love you. See appreciate you. <laughs> see you in a couple weeks. Bye bye. Okay, there's the time. Okay, so um. Okay. Okay, let's let's go through the major let's go through the major things because okay. we actually ended up having relatively different playthroughs. We 
Yes. 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 From okay. from from one yeah. on, yeah. we had different playthroughs. Yeah. Okay. Um, the big one, Rex. Okay. You didn't know Chris what happened. Up. Chris fucked up. You didn't know what happened. So, uh, in my playthrough, Ashley flat out murdered Rex. <gasps> no, your Shot Rex died. Him. My Rex. My lives. Rex. My Rex died. Uh, okay, my Rex lives. Ash, Ashley flat out shot him in the back like seven, eight times and kept shooting while he was on the ground. Okay, can we just establish now you and I both agree that Ashley was a cunt? Ashley was a giant cunt. Thank you. Okay. I have told you all a dozen times, and I've told Chris this specifically, there is a lot of complexity to that character, and they fucked her up because her writer left after the second game, so she didn't get any sort of closure no. or continuation within the series. Well, she got closure in my, in my series because she died before the yeah, first game was over. Yeah, she died in the first game for me. <laughs> she had lots of closure. She was in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, we, so I, Ashley died. I picked Caden over Ashley. I was going to do that anyway. Yep. Uh, if I ever got to that point, I was going to pick Caden uh, anyway. Um. That's the major I, ones for the... Yeah. Oh, did you save the council or, or, given, or abandon the council? At the end. Uh, saved. I abandoned the council. And the queen. And the queen. I, I saved the queen. Saved I saved the queen. The queen. Saved abandoned the, queen. the council. Really? Yes, because yep. they were a bunch of assholes. I didn't like them yeah. at all. So I was like, eh, we need more firepower to take out this Reaper. I'm, I'm so. curious how that changes three. Doesn't really. Doesn't no? really. Okay. Not, not by much. Um, they will, they will, they they will trust you less because you get the other races will trust you less because you gave because you abandoned the council. But that's about it. Okay. Um, two. Yep. Mo uh, how what did, what was your thoughts on the beginning of it? Um, like the very very beginning of it. The very beginning, where where you're on the Normandy and all the shit happens. Um. I don't really remember that I thought it like I, I thought the bringing her back thing was kind of weird and then I was like the killing her thing wasn't weird or the killing him thing wasn't weird <laughs> no 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 the well my shepherds are her so yeah well mine's is a him so <laughs> I, I will like, say he you say she which is gonna confuse me at some point so like just let's go with shepherd okay <laughs> because I'm gonna get confused um I was kind of confused by the whole Was it really Shepard? Was it like what? What was it? <laughs> and then okay, it was Shepard. And then, um, yeah, like I I don't remember really remember any thinking anything else at the start of it. So I didn't expect them to kill off Shepard right away. Um, but then Gav explained to me, well, there's a reason they did this because they didn't know how to fucking reset the goddamn talent trees going from one to two. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, it kind of makes sense, but I think it's still a stupid way to do it. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was a bit surprised with the killing and then the bringing back. I, the, whole, the whole way through, too, I just wanted nothing to do with Cerberus, and I felt kind of forced into it because you had to deal yes. with Cerberus. Yes. So I didn't like two for that. Any, anything that I could do that kind of, like, poked at them, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm taking this option because it pokes at them. <laughs> like you're making me do this, but I'm gonna rebel in my own tiny little way. 
Um, the one thing that irritated me about two was because I didn't realize, because you know me, I do everything. Everything, yep. Uh And so I didn't know that that one mission was going to, if I did it where I did it, it was going to affect other stuff further down. Because I was just doing stuff as I was getting it, and so I did the one thing, and then it affected shit, and that pissed me off. So, what you're talking about is you starting the suicide mission, essentially, uh, where your your team is kidnapped from uh, from the Normandy. Yeah, because I was going to say, it it doesn't give you, like, a... Okay, so when you actually start the suicide mission, like, the actual suicide mission, it's like, hey, put in a return! But when you start the mission where your crew is kidnapped, it's not like a, hey, almost point of no return, timer kind of thing. So That's that the kind point of it, though. That's the but, point of but it, But that though. irritated me because there was so much stuff that, and there's no way to indicate of, like, when, because we played it through with the stuff the DLC was already baked in, and I didn't know what was DLC and what came okay. after and what came before, and so I was okay. just playing. But what I what I would say to that is that uh, the same thing I'd say to someone in D and D where they don't like the consequences of a decision they've made. That's all, the whole point of an yeah, RPG. Valid, it's valid. the decision you. It's a consequence of a decision you've made. And really, nobody died that I cared about. So. <laughs> um. Uh, when, see when Stone I'm was going. Person. See when Stone was going through oh the suicide god. mission. Oh my god! I didn't realize that that meant. I did I'm not realize. Two. I'm oh, shocked he, no, he lost more he than lost two. He lost more than two. He lost way more than two. Because I was shocked that he that you could actually successfully complete it with as many people as he lost. I was horrified oh, how wait, many people. Yeah, because he lost he lost two. every he lost almost everyone <laughs> because he didn't upgrade. So he lost all the possibilities for no upgrades. So that was Yeah, three, so he he away. lost he lost Jack right as they went through. Thane. 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 Um, on the ship, and then he lost uh, frog guy. Who's frog guy? Uh, Morden. 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 Yep. Morden Solus. Yep. Yes. Um. He, he lost, lost Garrus, which pissed me off. He lost my he lost Legion. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he um, lost Samara. Mm-hmm. And yes. wait, didn't he? Didn't he also lose one of the DLC characters? Um. Uh, what's yes. Zaid? Zaid. Yes. Zaid. Zaid. Like, I was legit and shocked. Kasumi. He also lost Kasumi, too, I think. Yeah, yes. so I think it was just Miranda, Jacob, Tali. That's it. That's it. That's it. Miranda, uh, Jacob, and Tali. That, that is, Grunt. that's it. And, Gr- and Grunt. Grunt, and Grunt. Miranda, Jacob, no, Tali, and Grunt. Gr- I thought he no, lost he Grunt. No, he didn't lose Grunt. He didn't lose Grunt. He didn't lose Grunt? Didn't okay. Lose Grunt. I don't think he lost Grunt. But, but I yeah, was like, was what bad. the fuck? This many people could die? <laughs> oh, uh, LB says Morden lived. I was pretty certain Morden, Morden lived, lived okay. also. Um... um but so when I went through, I lost no one. I lost, I lost no one except the crew that had been kidnapped. So anybody who was on my, you know, like your oh, he also lost Shockless. He lost Shockless. He lost Shockless. Yeah, because yeah, the doctor, the, dude, the he doctor, didn't do the he escort didn't, mission. He didn't send anyone to escort her back, so she died. You can lose her. Yeah, if you don't lose her. So, so <laughs> if you when, when you save her, because she doesn't, right. she doesn't melt. Even if you get there late, she doesn't melt. Um, okay. If you don't send someone, if you don't send someone to escort her back to the Normandy, she will die. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, I lost my like my background crew, like the people that were just like around your ship. But anybody who was on the 
like the screen that you like when you're doing missions you can pick from all uh, of them all of those survive i think lb and gav ex- any of those i think lb and gav expected me to lose quite a few people when i was going uh, through the first time a few but i lost no one i was quite proud of myself i lost no one okay so that's okay so any important any important things in two that we have to compare uh, Other than about the genophage, the ge- the genophage. Well, that's three. That's three. There was part of the genophage related stuff. There, so there was there, so there was Morden's loyalty quest where you can either save the genophage data or delete it. But that's yes. it. That's the only real tie into the genophage. Oh, okay. Were all your people loyal? Uh, everyone. <laughs> Everyone, actually, yeah. Yeah, all mine no, were too. No, 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 Miranda hated me. Everyone except Miranda. Why? He fucked up. He fucked up the loyalty mission. No, I no, I didn't fuck up the loyalty mission. I did the loyalty mission. It was fine. Oh, did you fuck up the argument afterwards? I didn't fuck up the argument afterwards. I was happy with my my choice in the argument. Okay, but is that why she wasn't loyal? That's was why she wasn't loyal okay. because I chose because I sided with Jack because Miranda okay. was being a little bitch, and I stand by that decision. Okay. Yeah, I had I had everybody loyal, like across the board. Everybody was loyal. Um, let's see. Uh, three. Mass Effect Three. Okay, there's a lot of big decisions on this one. There's a lot. It's almost Should like we... they front loaded all the decisions into the third game. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Should we talk about the big one first? The one where you can either kill off a race or not. You know what you want to talk about, right? No. Okay. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's oh, talk about, oh, when you go to the when you go to the let's talk about world. the let's talk about the Quarians and the Geth. Right. Okay. Okay. So, a little known fact about this: there is there is um there's like three outcomes to this. There's mm-hmm. either the Geth survive, the Quarians die. The Quarians die. The Quarians survive. The Geth die, mm-hmm. or both survive. Neth go. Neth Neth broker peace. Next book or piece. Chris, what did you do? I chose the Geth. Really? Oh no, you told me this because I remember being horrified at what you told me happens afterwards. I chose the Geth. I would not have been able to continue playing if I had had to see what you saw after that moment. I would have um, been like, nope, fuck it, I'm done. I'm out. Uh, yeah, it's fucking fucked up. But I stand by the decision because the Quarians were unreasonable and stubborn. I stand by my decision. Gav is shaking his head to pure hate and disappointment. Okay, so had you done the... there was I I had fucked up one thing. So I had enough points with the exception of one to succeed. You didn't save the Admiral. I didn't save the Admiral. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So had you saved the Admiral, he actually adds his voice to hers and says, no, we should be doing what Shepard is saying. It's the better thing. It's, you know, like, it's, we created this problem and everybody else kind of goes, oh, yeah, okay, we're being unreasonable. And, okay, yes, right? So, like, that's, it's just that one fucking hothead that's in charge of the fleet that's like, no, we're killing everything, fuck it all. So uh, yeah, I chose the Geth, and I'm I'm happy. I, I I'm not happy I, at the outcome, but I I peace. and then you got to watch Tolly take a swan dive. Yeah, oh no, not God, even a like, swan dive. She literally just 
dropped off the cliff. She takes her mask off. Didn't you say she took the mask off? She takes the mask off, looks at you in sadness. You don't get to see her face. She drops off the cliff. There is a... There is a... um, uh, What's that? Not Renegade, the other one. Uh, paragon there's a paragon quick action to try and grab her but it's a false quick action because even if you make that quick grab she's gone yep oh my god that would have broken me i would have been so fucking broken i would have been like nope i'm I'm just gonna i'm done playing thanks yep wow (laughs) oh my god no Um, I, I'm so, very glad I brokered peace because that would have like I liked her character that would have broken me. Right, Legion's ending is actually if if you side with the Quarians, I, I understand Legion's ending is actually quite sad too. I don't I don't want to see that. I love Legion. Legion's <gasps> awesome. Oh my god! So LB just said he says I can't wait for Stone to get to that point because he's romancing Tally and really likes the Gaff. So if yep. he fucks up and doesn't broker peace, oh he's already fucked up. Legion's dead. Oh no! LB, is Legion dead in his playthrough? Yeah, Legion died in his playthrough. If Legion's dead, then he can't broker peace because you have to have Legion alive. Not necessarily. There no, might I be a, that... there, we don't. We don't know what the. I, I don't, I don't know, know what the outcome of that would be because I've never killed Legion. So there might be just like with Rex. Rex's brother stands in for him the rest of the game. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So there might be a get a get a get stand. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's a get stand. Okay. Um, Probably but we don't know. Not. Probably not, though, but we're, well, you never know. Um, okay, what else? Let's talk about the genophage. Yeah. Did you actually cure the genophage? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, then we both did the same thing there. Because okay. <laughs> I wasn't... I, I've seen the other options on YouTube. Holy shit. So what, what are... Okay, so you can you can not cure it at all and don't say... Like, don't... Okay, you so can, the options you are: can you can cure, cure it, you can fake cure it and tell no one, or you right. can cure it and tell ev- and not tell everyone about the lie, or cure it and tell everyone about the. the oh, defect. I cured it and told everybody about the thing. That's what I did. I was like, "You fucking bitch!" No. <laughs> um. So if you don't cure it and Morton finds out about your the deception, you shoot Morton in the back and kill him. <gasps> As he's going up the tower to fix it. Oh. I saw that and I was like, nope, never doing that old. Never doing that choice. Oh. Never play, never doing that choice in any playthrough. I don't want to do a full genocide run now. I did, did you ever watch the oh thing God. that LB linked me, the saddest party on the Citadel? Yeah. It's so fucked up. I love it. LB says you don't have to kill him. You don't have to. Oh, I'm, if he's doing it in host chat, I can't see it because of the. Yeah, I know, the... I know. He's saying you don't have to kill him. Okay, I'm still not doing that though. So, like, like for ever. me, my 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 two favorite characters, Rex and Garrus. Um, from me because I never got Rex really. Uh, Thane and Garrus, my two favorite. Yeah, so like because you want to w- fuck the lizard man. So I wasn't gonna do anything that would screw over Rex's people because I was like, oh, I like their people. I like them. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to screw over Rex's people because of how he died in the first one. Yeah, so. see, I, didn't, I didn't have that problem. He was still alive. <laughs> um. Okay. 
this isn't something that's really optional, but it's uh, like there's no choice. Bane's death in three. Oh, I cried. Oh. I'm not the only oh. one that ugly cried then. Okay, oh. so when when Elvie oh. was watching when Elvie was watching me during that scene during that because Elvie was watching. Um, by the end of it, I had there was like five maybe ten minutes of silence. I think I was on Discord with you guys when I was doing that, and I muted my mic and I came back and you were like, "You're sniffling," and I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> yeah, I cried. I, I full on cried at that. Yeah. Um. I think there's only one major decision left. What's your color? What color? Okay, so I actually did two because I did the one that I actually chose and then I went back to... Try the I others. Went, I, no, I went back and did my what would have been my second choice. I didn't try the the, third, the one that I knew I would not have taken at all. I only okay. did, my, did my first choice and I did my second choice. So my first choice, I sacrificed Shepard. Which color, though? Oh, God, what's... Because all of them sacrificed Shepard, pretty much. Okay, no, it, like, it basically made everybody, like, I... I everybody green. was, like, partially... You went green. You went green. Yeah, everybody had, like, partially cyborg in the... Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was my first choice. Second choice... I... Oh, what was it? Second choice, I... You wanted Shepard to live, so you probably went red. Yeah. Yeah, she went red and she tried to do, and she got the over. She got the good genre. ending. She got the good, good ending because everyone survives yeah. except the Geth. Even Shepard survived. And, uh, and, and, um, well, I was sad too that, um, what's her face from the ship? Edie survives. Edie survives. Doesn't. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. If you watch, if you watch the list of names on the ship afterwards, she is listed on the thing, and Joker's by himself. I swear, I saw her. I swear, I saw her. She does not survive. No, I swear, I saw her at the red ending. Oh, you all keep fucking talking. I will fucking Google this. Because the the first ending, they they were they were together off the ship. Her name wasn't on the list. Second time when I went back and I did it and I did the red ending instead, um, I was looking at what the differences in the cutscenes were, right? Because I had seen the other Edie's one. body will be destroyed, but not her database, meaning she still exists, but not in her form she took from Dr. Ava. Right, so she's, right. So she's still alive then. She's not a physical form anymore, but that can be fixed by uh, making but, her physical she form. was never alive to begin with. Oh, but, shut up with you. But she's actually listed on the plaque. Which doesn't make sense because she's still alive. She just needs a new body. I'm just going by she was on the plaque. <laughs> He's um, alive. Oh, okay. I how went many... red, by the way. I went red. You didn't have the third option though, did you? No, I didn't have enough. Okay. Um, how many how many troops did you have going through? I have no idea. That was ages ago, Neth. No, but I mean, no okay, like, but like, how how full was your? Bar? I have like, no halfway? idea, Neth. It was this has been months. I've been waiting for you to catch up, so I have okay, no I'm idea. <laughs> My bar was as full as full could be. There, like there was, there yeah, was... but you a hundred percent every game you play. So you, because <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd. Right. Last question for this, because Gab's ready to just flip a ship. Um, Gab's just scrolling his phone at this point. Veggie romance. Uh not in the first one. Because mm -hmm. I, I honestly, the first one didn't realize it was an option. 
Okay. Um, but I don't think the person that I would have romanced was an option in the first you were, one. No, no, because you were female. So in your first one, your only your only options would have been Liara or Caden. Uh, okay, so then no in the first one, and it would remain no in the or first also, one. Male ship for me, the only options were Ashley and Liara. So no for me. That I, I okay. didn't romance in the first game. Second okay, game? Okay, so second game, yes. You? No, because there was, there was no same-sex options for male. Okay, so I went Garrus. Love mm-hmm. Garrus. <laughs> if Garrus was an option for I would have went for male ship, I would have went for Garrus. <laughs> okay, third one. Uh, yes, because there was okay. options finally. Finally. Um. So I wasn't going to in the third one. Like I was actually planning on playing it as like, okay, they're just friends now. And then I was like, yeah, and I answered something and ended up somehow in, a, in the romance again. And I was like, okay, fine, we'll go with it. <laughs> We're rekindling the romance. We're good. So Garrus again. Uh, I romance Caden. Oh, Caden's an option. Caden becomes an option in three. There's only two same-sex options in three uh, for uh, male one's like, I would assume one's the guy who is Steve. down in the, yeah, I, was, I can't Steve think of his Cortez. name. Steve you like have a whole big conversation about his how his husband died and blah 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 blah. So I was like, I, I'm assuming that he's one of the options. Yes. Yes. I really um, liked his character too. And in my opinion, if you're male ship and romance him and don't max out the bar, it is the saddest option possible because of his experience, because of Steve's previous experience. Because not only has he just lost his husband, but then he loses his second love. Oh my god, that's horrible! Oh, that's... Oh! Which is why I didn't choose Steve. Oh uh, my god, that would be so horrible! Which is why I'm glad I didn't choose Steve, because I don't think I would have coped with that. (laughs) I love Steve, and Steve's awesome, and I kind of wish I chose Steve, but at the same time, now knowing that Shepard doesn't make it, I'm glad I okay, didn't choose. Okay, but does Shepard not make it? Because I don't think Shepard's shows... gonna make. I don't think Shepard's gonna make it in the canon. It ending. shows her moving at the end of the. Cr- I don't. At the end it, of the thing. In the canon ending for four, I don't think Shepard's gonna make it. Saying, still because never. there's only one can. There's only one way that the can for for canon to work, and it's gonna be the red ending. Okay, but I but don't I, think. Chris, I would just like to point out that LB does say that gay couples can't be happy. Duh. <laughs> I hate you, LB. Um, uh, I, there's only one way for Mass Effect 4 and the, and the trailer to make sense, and that's for Red to be the canon ending. Okay, but at the, in both of the endings that I watched, Shepard is moving at the end. That's impossible. There's only one ending where Shepard will, will move at the end. There's literally only one possible ending for where Shepard will move at the end. And that's where you've maxed everything out. He doesn't move at the end at green because his body is disintegrated, regardless of where your resources are. He doesn't move at the end of blue because his body is disintegrated, regardless of where your where your uh, resources are. And red, there's only one way to do it, and that's to almost max out your resources. I've looked into this now. They've they've been very they've admitted in the past that they kind of go with sort of like a midpoint baseline rather than the best possible or worst possible ending. So yeah, so it's very unlikely that Shepard will survive will have survived canonically. <clears throat> it's great that they survived in your ending, but canonically, it's very unlikely. 
But hey, Liara's there. Liara. Uh, um, Seth has put in chat, pretty sure Akara is the only person to play Andromeda to completion. No, actually, a good chunk of my guild uh, in Europe has played Andromeda to completion and really enjoyed it. They they agree with me that, that there's a lot of pro. They agree in general there's a lot of problems with the game, but we've all enjoyed it. Now, the fun thing they're going to do is this is going to be like hundreds of years in the future. Four is going to be like hundreds of years in the future. And they've revived Shepard with the technology Cerberus pioneered into. The interesting thing about four is that they've said that there's going to be a lot of Andromeda tie-ins as well, which is going to be interesting to see how they pull that off. But no, I'm, I'm going to call it. A lot right of people haven't played it. I, I'm, I'm going to throw. A I'm lot throw of people have played it. A lot of people just haven't 100 percented it like I have. I'm going to throw my gauntlet down on that. Okay. This takes place in the far future, and Shepard's being revived because that's the only way they're going to sell more games. If Shepard's on the cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, would you want to play? Would you want to, after playing three games, suddenly be a new character? I want to play Ryder again. Chris just wants to be. Chris just wants to ride more. Giggity. No, because so, so here's the thing. Like I, obviously, Neth, you plan on playing Andromeda? Uh, I don't know what Andromeda is. Mass Effect it's, Andromeda. It's the Mass Effect spinoff. Oh, no. No, okay. So, then I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to spoil this stuff. But, um, um, How about her? Okay. Um, when I played Andromeda, I chose Male Rider, and I went down the romance tree with Gil, the engineer. By the end of that story, like, you and Gil, as well as the mother in this situation, have a child on the way. I wanted to see where that was going to go. I'll explain that to you, Neth. Um, the Gil's best friend is also the woman who actually deals with the the colonies, you know, let's make babies and build a future here. So she wants to be pregnant. She asks Gil to donate the sperm, but asks Gil and Scott to be the dads while she's okay. the mother. I was gonna. I wanted to see where that was gonna go. Also, the Quarian arc was missing, and I wanted to see where that was gonna come from. Just, I I liked the story. I think there was choices that should have had more impact on the game that didn't. I think there was that those kind of problems. Um, I didn't feel my choices really impacted anything, but I liked the story, and I'm very sad that I'm not gonna get to see the conclusion of it all because it was supposed to be a new trilogy. We never got it, and I'm sad. <laughs> I I liked it. I'm one of the I'm apparent according to you fuckers, I'm apparently one of the only people that liked Andromeda. But I enjoyed it and I wish I got to see the rest of it. I liked I liked Ryder. I liked Scott Ryder. I liked Sarah Ryder because she was there as well. I liked the I liked the cast of misfits that we had on the Tempest. I thought I liked them all. And I'm sad that I won't get to see the rest of it. Gav, you're bored. We're done. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm always bored. Um, that uh, anybody got any final thoughts, Chris? Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Death. Um, no. My final thought is Mass Effect talk should have been earlier in the damn episode if you wanted to do it. 
Am I wrong? No. No, I'm right. You are wrong. We, we forgot it about it until we, we forgot want, about we... it until LB mentioned it mid fucking episode. I mean, you put it down in the main topic at the very bottom of the notes, so. I mean, I didn't see that. Because there was nowhere <laughs> else to really put it. Fair. Um, no, final thoughts. It just, and I've reiterated this a million times, just fucking play the games you want to play, buy the consoles you want to buy, just don't yeah, give any fucking thought to any of this shit. Just have fun. Don't listen to people telling you not to play the games and play them how and, you want to play and them. Don't, and don't shit on other people's versions of fun. I'm the fun police, though. That's Kevin. Undetected. Undetected. <laughs> Kevin loves that joke. It's okay. Um, so that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU on Twitter. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two as and one L. Neth is at Nethwinch. Send us emails. Do feedback at tctceu.com. We love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays. We're recording stream the show on twitch.tv slash ctceu. For links to today's show, you can visit our Discord to go to the website or just go to the website and then visit the Discord afterwards. The website is uh, www.tctceu.com. Choose to review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you uh, listen to this stream of conscious bullshit that we uh, do on a bi-weekly basis. Um, say stir the pot, boys and girls. Stir the pot. pot. <laughs> Bye, motherfuckers. Bye.